Unlike other forms of psychological disorders, the core issue in trauma is reality. Basil A. Vanderkolk. You are listening to the Legacy Atlas Podcast with Dr. Tamika Lett. Welcome back to the Legacy Atlas Podcast. Uh, I am Dr. Tamika Lett. I am keeping it going with our series on trauma. And so the last couple of episodes, we really talked about intergenerational trauma and getting into that trauma that's really passed down from generation to generation. And keeping in line with that, I want to talk about trauma in general. Uh, we experience a lot of trauma in our lives and things that we don't necessarily know um, that is traumatic and things that we see or things that we don't necessarily recognize as trauma. Even of um, the last week in our community, a police officer was um, killed in the line of duty. And then you had the tragic deaths of uh, Kobe Bryant, his daughters, and the other seven individuals on the helicopter. And unwittingly knowing that even though we may not directly know these individuals, hearing those stories and being exposed to them provide a level of trauma that we um, aren't necessarily treating and we may not know, so we don't take care of it to heal and provide that self-care for ourselves. So today I have special guest with us, Dr. Patricia Singleton, who's really going to hone in on trauma and the healing process and how it looks for us. So welcome, Dr. Singleton, uh, to the Legacy Atlas podcast. So uh, give our viewers a little background about yourself. Tell us about yourself and your expertise. Well, thank you, Dr. Lett, for having me here and inviting me to talk about trauma. Um, But just to tell you a little something about myself, I'm a clinical psychologist. Um, I've been working in this field for about 16 years in uh, a variety of capacities. I kind of specialize in working with families and children and teens, um, providing therapy, completing psychological assessments, doing parental capacities, um, working in substance abuse, and kind of trying to help families and children as a whole. Um, Throughout my experience, I often encounter people who've experienced trauma, uh, traumatic events in a variety of ways. And so it's been my pleasure to help them through the healing process. Um, and so I'm here today and um, basically that's it. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So that's, uh, as you can see, a lot of knowledge and wealth of experience that she really brings to the table um, in regards to what we are hearing and um, understanding. Okay, as you can see, Dr. Singleton has a a wealth of knowledge and experience in working with trauma, and not only with adults, but also with children, which is um, very good and it's well-rounded because a lot of trauma begins in childhood and uh, people don't recognize that. And so she brings a lot to the table and knowledge and experience. So going to go back to the quote, because I always start off with a, a quote. And let's go back to the quote um, that was used for today. So unlike other forms of psychological disorders, the core issue in trauma is reality. And that was by um, Basil A. Van der, der Kolk. So uh, Dr. Singleton, what what do you think in thinking about that quote and how it relates to trauma and treatment 
that you provide? I think this quote is is dynamic in that the author was saying that it kind of highlights the physiological uh, symptoms of trauma. Sometimes mm-hmm. we only think of trauma in terms of mm-hmm. how we feel, the, that anxiety, um, feeling scared uh, and not safe, but it's more than that. Um, trauma is often associated with um, our physical symptoms, like mm-hmm. we can freeze up. I'll, I'll talk about that a little more in the future, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can kind of um, begin to feel headaches or mm-hmm. um, stomach aches, maybe mm-hmm. maybe your um, ability to use the bathroom is off, you can't mm-hmm. sleep, these kind of things. So that freezing up, that, that fight or mm-hmm. flight kind of mm-hmm. um, experiences. Right, and so there's a lot of tension and numbness that sometimes we don't even recognize the symptoms of trauma because we don't really understand that. And so I think that keeps us, um, it keeps the trauma more real and ever-present because we don't even know that we are experiencing traumatic events sometimes. Right, right. And I think that's the big thing, um, especially with social media, it's become so normalized that we don't realize when we see uh, videos constantly mm-hmm. exposed to stuff and we're just scrolling our feed. So it's video after video after video. Um, that exposure and our reaction to it. I know I've come across a lot of people now who are taking breaks from social media because it's it's they they haven't equated it to trauma. I understand it is trauma when I hear it, but they're saying that it does something to them. Right, it's just like this this feeling of tension and this energy that you can't even explain, but it's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. It's yeah. not good for you. Right, right, right. Great. So um, why was it important for you in the field of work that you do to specialize in trauma and, you know, your kind of your why behind why, you, why it's important to address trauma in treatment and services that you provide? Well, that's a good question. Why trauma? Yeah. But why not? Yeah. Because you mentioned earlier that trauma is out there and we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You just brought up social media. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes there's a secondary trauma that we don't know and it begins in cha- uh, childhood, like you said. But I think the main reason that I got in trauma is because I think that over the years we've become to realize it's an actual or perceived event. Mm-hmm. We used to think of trauma in terms of maybe a physical injury or right. you know some violence or mm-hmm. sexual stuff. But it's not like that. You know, we have hurricanes, right. disasters, mass shootings. Mm-hmm. And so now it becomes a perceived real threat that we experience or somebody we love mm-hmm. experiences. Uh, it's a sense of horror and terror. Right. That over time, if we don't deal with it or we don't understand about it, we begin to feel hopeless. Yeah. Uh, and so now we're... And it overwhelms, let me back up, it overwhelms our ability to cope right. with natural, mm-hmm. everyday things. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why, why we're lost. Yeah. Um, but the main reason is, if we look at the research, um, some research out of Duke that was done by Dr. Goosewood, I find this research inter- interesting. But he was saying that over 60% of people yeah. experience trauma and they don't even know. And that's big. That's uh-huh. big. And that goes back to, it's bigger. I mean, a lot of the research is associated with child abuse. Mm-hmm. We know that over 1,400 children die for abuse or neglect. Yeah. Um, and like you said a minute ago, it begins in childhood. But for adults, it jumps up to about 21% of adults have some sort of trauma that they don't realize. Yeah. Rather they were hungry or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It happens. So we need trauma specializations going on. Yes. So uh, very important. And I think, um, especially with social media for us is that, um, I hear a lot of people talk about the numbness, the, mm-hmm. uh, not feeling stuff because they've become, uh, 
so they see it so often. Right. It's it's ever there. You become numb to it. So you get the um, in situations where somebody's being attacked, people aren't calling the police. You know that kind of bystander effect, and it's one because it's become normalized, and that's something that you expect to see in um, in our life. We see it on social media, and it's just something that's that's big and. You know, you they they don't think about it because they see it so often, which causes more. Uh, I want to say, damage and reaction, damage to how we interact in our environment, and I think that is uh, part of the reason why trauma needs to be addressed a little more, so people are understanding because they can't verbalize that it's trauma, they don't recognize that it's trauma, their reaction, but they they see it, so. Uh, Leading right into self-care, trauma, and social media. So, um, what do you think about that? And the social media, I know we've talked about it a lot, but the social media and trauma. Well, you know what? It, it, it You said a lot about it a second ago and made sense to me. But the thing about social media and trauma is it causes us to experience more than that single event of trauma. Right. Your timeline has this ever-present kind of... Um, all this information is flooding your body. Mm-hmm. It increases your body's natural production of cortisol. Right. And so, again, if I know this is not biology class, but right. if you don't understand how the brain works, right. <laughs> your amygdala is saying, oh, it's danger. Right. Whether it's real or not, mm-hmm. once we are flooded with that and we can't get away from it, it's almost like we're addicted to experiencing the trauma. Mm-hmm. And it causes complex and, and you know, chronic tra- um, trauma. But it looks different in that I want... Um, Hopefully, the people you are um, you spend time with understand that it's it can be more like um, seeing images of dead bodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about if we were to see a mass accident and a dad and a toddler laid down. Right. How that would you know the images plays mm-hmm. over in your mind. You begin to have these thoughts, and so then yeah. you might begin, "Wow, I can't even go to the grocery store." Right. Those kind of things yeah. begin to happen. Or somebody's being bullied over mm-hmm. and over again for the world to see they're putting all your stuff. Mm-hmm. You begin to kind of internalize these things. And over time, it you begin to shut down. Yeah. And so I don't think we realize as a community that we have to be careful what we put on the news mm-hmm. or how we interact with people on social media. Yeah, and I think that's a lot, especially with the the elevated levels of suicide Absolutely. when you're when you're thinking about children mm-hmm. in general. It's the elevate because of the exposure that social media just puts things out there, and um, us seeing stuff and over and over and it's repeated. And you have to take that break and find that that self care. So, Absolutely. And what are what do you think as far as self care? What are some techniques? And I know one, the big one, taking a break from social media. But <laughs> absolutely, but that's hard, right? Yeah. Sometimes what we do really have to challenge ourselves to say, why are we on social media? Right. What do we really need from that? Mm-hmm. But I think one of the biggest things of self care is kind of being aware of, like what we're doing today, mm-hmm. understanding what trauma is, right? Um, and begin to be aware of your body, right? Are you experiencing it? Are you tense? You know, are there changes in mood? Um, and saying, wow, I only feel like this when I experience that. Right. That begins to help you identify your trauma triggers. Mm-hmm. Are there certain places um, that I go that I'm like, wow, I'm nervous or whatever. Right. Um, and then once you realize that, get some help. Yeah. If you don't know how to do it, some basic things you can do at home is like exercise mm-hmm. or learn how to do some breathing techniques techniques mm-hmm. but it's okay i think as a society society we 
don't make it okay for people to seek help. Right. And say, I'm struggling with this. Mm-hmm. I can't cope. So taboo. <laughs> exactly. It's very taboo. So it's okay for me to talk to somebody mm-hmm. who can give me that extra help that I can't do. Right. Right. Absolutely. So you talked about that help, reaching out. What are some books that you think would be um, good in regards to that people could read to go out that kind of meets the level to start that kind of gaining additional knowledge on trauma and and healing. Absolutely. I think that for parents, um, if you or your child have experienced a trauma, mm-hmm. I think that we really need to kind of um, go back and look at what does that mean for my child. Mm-hmm. And so one of the good books I found was called um, Traumatic Experience and the Brain. It's by Dr. Ziegler. And what mm-hmm. he does is he spends a lot of time researching Mm -hmm. what this looks like uh, and how to foster resilience. Mm -hmm. But really, we need to understand trauma and how it affects the brain, um, our our body, so that we can begin to put things in place. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great book Mm -hmm. um, for parents and teens as they begin to try to understand what they might be going through. Mm -hmm. Um, Another book for adults that's good, I think, is called Wounded by reality, mm-hmm. understanding um, and treating uh, adult at um, onset of trauma. I think that sometimes we get so focused on what our children experience, mm-hmm. we don't realize that we experience trauma in the workplace or right. while we're at the store, again, mm-hmm. watching TV. So this is um, a good book that will kind of give you guidelines to see where you are, yeah. kind of help you face things and give you some techniques. Yeah. And I think that's good, too, in understanding where we are and then looking at uh, the last few weeks, we talking about intergenerational trauma, looking at that, too, so we don't realize that our trauma is coming out from generation to generation too and now we have pretty much opened that door for our children to experience that same trauma because we haven't been treated for our you know trauma so it, it continues to like a ball a snowball and I think that's so important Dr. Lett because a lot of times we know we've experienced traumatic mm-hmm. events but just because we ignore it doesn't mean it doesn't go no away right. and so we either teach our children these same kind of behaviors mm-hmm. Or we perpetrate. They become our next victim. Right. She maintains this cycle of trauma. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So any last thoughts on, on trauma that you want to share uh, for individuals who are, one, gaining knowledge, two, seeking help, seeking self-care, somewhere to to better help themselves in this understanding of trauma that they may experience or individuals around them? I just kind of want to uh, encourage people to kind of take a look at mm-hmm. where they are and be open to saying, wow, have I experienced trauma? Right. Because what we want to know is that um, what we want to understand, is it affects your perception of yourself, mm-hmm. the world, and your ability to function in the future. Yeah. Um, your self-worth um, and your ability to cope with changes. Yeah. And, and when you can do that, then you can begin to put things in place. Again, mm-hmm. even if it's just breathing differently, right. listening to uh-huh. some music, uh-huh. saying, oh, I'm going to get up and walk. Yeah. And then understanding that if that doesn't work, I'm willing to take those next steps and talk to somebody and reach out right. to a mental health professional that can help me. Great. So um, how can we reach out to you if somebody wants to get information or have you come do a training or stuff? How, what's the best way to, to get in contact with you? Well, the best way to get in contact with me is through my email. And don't laugh, y'all. <laughs> I've had the same email since I was 18. <laughs> um, and so it is Cookie Todd, C-O-O-K-I-E-T-O-D-D at hotmail.com. And so you can reach out to me and I'll respond and um 
hopefully lead you in the right direction if you need any additional information or support. Great. So I'm going to put her email on my uh, Instagram along with the two books that Dr. Singleton brought up. So don't forget... um, IG Dr. Tamika T A M I K A Let L E T T and you're following me and you'll see all the information posted um, under the uh, information about this episode so you can have some great resources and reach out and I can also provide you her information too so thank you again for listening to our podcast this week talking all about trauma. Thank you for joining me for this episode all about trauma and overcoming uh, trauma and our experiences in our lives. Uh, Dr. Singleton blessed us with some great information, laying a foundation for getting an understanding of trauma. And if you really like this episode, I will be bringing more information about trauma and overcoming many obstacles uh, that really prevent us from living our best lives and thriving in the best possible way that we can. I hope you all have a wonderful week and stay tuned for our episode next week as we continue to talk about our overcoming journey.